Welcome to How to Rock the Stage Show, a show committed to equipping you to hone your media skills better to stand out from the crowd as a go-to expert in your field. Each week, Rich Montreger interviews top leaders, influencers, authors, speakers, podcasters, and media professionals about how to leverage media best to help you shine brighter on camera and stage as a go-to expert. Now, here's your host, The Trigger, Rich Montreger. Welcome back, Wednesday night. Yeah, it's The Trigger, Rich Montreger, back with you once again, streaming live on multiple platforms. And of course, the main reason we all this do this each and every week is we want to help you shine on camera, shine on stage, elevate you and your brand. Your brand matters. Your brand authority matters. But we want to help you be more media savvy with it so people will know you are a go-to expert and you shine brighter and brighter. We do this each and every week. If you're new to the show, welcome along. We're streaming on different platforms. And we also have other shows throughout the week. We come back as well and we stream throughout the week. Had a great week. In fact, talking to a lot of people about the very subject we're going to get into tonight. For some reason, people are all of a sudden all asking, how do I not blow it when I get on an interview? How do I not blow it when I get on a TV show or a podcast or a streaming show like mine? What do I need to learn to be better on camera? And tonight we have a super guest star that's going to help us dive into that conversation. In fact, uh, Marcy Hopkins is an award-winning TV personality, host and creator of a telly award-winning television talk show, Wake Up With Marcy a recovering expert on Fox, CBS, NBC, and ABC. She is also the author of Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles, and she's also a motivational speaker. By the way, Wake Up with Marcy. If you have not checked it out, you need to do this. Wake Up's mission is to offer hope, empowerment, and focus on changing your mindset. Welcome to the virtual stage tonight, Marcy Hopkins. Marcy, great to see you. Great to be here. Thank you so much for reaching out. I'm so excited to be here. You and I were talking back in the green room. You are a busy gal. You are crushing it, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know what? You just have to stick with it. Um, you know, I started with a very, I the very idea of starting a show and with my phone, and you know, just kept with it and persevered, and uh, here I am today. Let me start right there because, again, we, we all start our shows. We all grow. I've been doing this professionally for 36 years, but now we're all doing it from our own home, our backyard, whatever. What was your first interview like? Because we're talking about nailing the interview tonight, but go back to your very first on-camera interview. How did that go? So the first interview that I performed, I literally had my phone cropped up. You know, it was propped up with some books. And I had, uh, it was when Facebook Live had just started getting really popular about six years ago. And I had a girlfriend of mine that was an entrepreneur. And I just set it up and I, I tried to set up the best, you know, background, lighting, all the things that were really important. And I just went with it. I, I, I wasn't that prepared I was just very excited about what I was going to do and talk about. And, you know, I just thought I'd let it go organically, uh, which is good. You want to be authentic and organic, but being prepared is very important. Now, you've been on CBS, NBC, as I said during the open. You've been on the couch and the interviews. 
So what are some of those things about being on camera, TV camera, even Zoom is getting better and better. The different platforms are growing. What's yeah. what, what do we need to know about when we sit down and we're the guest? Well, one of the things that you need to make sure is that you have your answers tight. And I know the nerves will get to you because this is a huge opportunity, right? You don't want to blow it. You're so scared. It's something new. But first of all, move that energy in a positive way and always remember you're being brought on because you are the expert. This is what you know about. Yeah. So don't talk about a bunch of stuff and fill in the fluff. Really get to the point of what you want to talk about and what you want that audience to hear. Now, you are the expert. You should know your stuff, but we all know you do get a, a little kerfuffled sometimes. Things happen that you're not used to. You're not used to a camera being right here in your face. Um, yeah. What would you recommend for that new person that's got that big opportunity, the door finally opened up, and they are going to be there? What would you say to help them really bring it down a little bit? Well, first of all, just because you know it, just because it's what you do, you still need to prepare. Yeah. So, yeah, you need to make sure, again, what are the key things that you want to talk about? There will be a topic that is given to you. A lot of times you will be given a rundown and you get to provide the questions and the answers. Mm. Now, they may go off script a bit and you have to be a little quick on your feet, but don't overthink it. Just yeah. act like you're yeah. having a conversation. I mean, that's really what you are doing. You're just having a conversation with someone else trying to get the information out there. But remember also, Sorry, what? go on. No, well, no you, 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 you want to also remember, normally uh, an interview like that on TV is about four minutes. You're lucky if you get more than four minutes. So don't start rambling. When somebody asks you how you got to where you are, don't start when you were in kindergarten. They want to know quickly how did you turn this around? Why are you doing it? What's your mission? And you want to make sure that you are, you know, giving answers that they want you on there so they can help their audience. Just remember, it's not about you. It's about who's watching. So that's a great example of they ask you the question, how do you get started? Don't go back to the first dance recital you were in. Uh, tell them yeah. about something that made, made the big turn for you and made that. But then you have to know your stories. Make make those stories short. Make them soundbite-ish. And you're again, you've only got those four, maybe five minutes, but then you've got to have three good answers usually. Boom, boom, boom. That's a yeah. lot of prep. People don't realize how hard it is to prep on that, to do it like it feels natural for everybody, right? It really is. And it, it does take time, so don't give yourself a hard time. And there's help out there, just like you. you know, you're helping others to do these things. Because I would suggest also, maybe time yourself before. You know, practice. Get in front of the yes. mirror. Practice. Turn on Zoom. Practice. I tell you, yes. I'm going to be a keynote speaker. I literally last night, I mean, I've been working on my speech, obviously on an interview, you don't have to work this long, but I make sure I am completely prepared. I turn on my Zoom, I run through the whole thing, right? And you can go different ways, 
because you're not going to say the same thing, obviously, every single time. But no. just really know your key points. And then you want to just try to be natural. And you have to have like an, an ending point of when you're, you're finishing your thought. Take off and landing. Take off and landing. Those are so important. And plus, if, if yeah. you learn the trick of sound bites, you'll learn how to do that. And it feels natural. But you know when I'm going to start. You know when you're going to end. And they make yeah. good sound bites to clip and repurpose again and again. Exactly. And you know what? Also, like, again, you can prepare all that you can. And you mm -hmm. are going to get those curveballs sometimes. You're like, oh, my God, well, I didn't, I didn't know this question was coming up, right? But, again, just think about it. Just take a beat, and then you can answer. You, can, you don't have to just be, you know, vomiting of the mouth. You can wait a second and, and take a hit. And then you can start speaking. Just think about it for a second. Well, and like you said, Zoom is so helpful now. You can and you should practice, record, practice, record, delete, delete, delete. This is yeah. as good as it's going to get to help you. And yeah. like, again, I used to look in the mirror. Now, now I can do this. Push one button, do full body, do full body mannerisms, review it. It's so much easier now for the new person starting out, I think, than it was when we did the stand-up mirror stuff. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And again, you, you know, if you're booking a television interview, congratulations, mm -hmm. one. But there are some, you know, it is very different than just like a podcast that's much more comfortable or even a conversation like we're having. You know, like there are, when you're on a network, there are definite rules. And it not only like what you're going to talk about, but if you are doing a StreamYard or a Zoom interview and they're bringing you on to their telecast, there's also like how you look, what's behind you, what your lighting is like. Never put a window behind you. There are a lot of things to think about. And and I'm, gl I'm glad you brought that, brought that up because there's also the dress, the hair, the makeup. Some people yeah. like want to just over glitz and glam. And then there's other people that are direction like, hey, I'm going to show up in my baseball cap. This is me being me. Um, yeah. What would you say to help people out between those two extremes? Okay. Now, you want to be you, right? Meet somewhere in the middle. Like, listen, if you're a business person and that's how you dress, mm -hmm. you put on the makeup, you've got the lashes, you do your hair, you want to wear the suit in your interview, that makes you feel strong, then go for it. That is you. But I think that showing up in a, in a baseball cap, and I've had people come on my show, yeah, baseball caps, very surprised. Now, I will say it was during COVID, so maybe they were feeling more comfortable and they didn't think that they, you know, were like, we're in COVID land, so I can wear my baseball cap. But I really think that you need to respect uh, the person on the other side that's putting on this show. And that shows some respect when you're getting dressed nicely and, and you know, trying to look your best. And I will say another thing. Whenever you go on for an interview, you are always sent information as to if you should have earbuds or in, or, you know, sometimes that's important. Sometimes it's not Right. Um, what your background should look like. 
about your lighting, their suggestions for lighting, their suggestions for colors to wear, mm -hmm. what to wear. Uh, you want to make sure like I have glasses on, but I've made sure to have my ring light in a position that I don't have two round circles. If you don't have to wear glasses, uh, don't wear glasses. I personally, when I do an interview myself, I don't wear glasses. But if I'm being interviewed, I want to wear glasses because I want to make sure that I can see, you know, the, the person that's interviewing me. But there's um, a lot. There are a lot of things to think about. Yeah, no, no, there, there, there are. And unless the glasses are part of the brand. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, you do want to. I mean, if that's part of your stick and you're seen everywhere with those glasses, by all means, you want them. I've but had. You, people, yeah. Yes. Say that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The 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 other thought there is. Um, what about notes? People sometimes, again, they're new to this. They want an yes. off-camera note sheet or something like that. Notes or no notes? Well, I don't think you should have notes in your hands. But if you're on Zoom, like for instance, I could have notes up right now. And I do. When I, when I am interviewed on CBS or NBC and I'm on a Zoom, I put notes up. I use either my notes or in a Google document. And I have it on my screen. And I make sure that I'm still looking forward and that, you know, I looking where the camera is. Oh, sorry. So, my son is here. My dogs are now barking. So this is that, the, that's this why is I love the, live shows. That's why I love doing this. Go on. <laughs> but you can have the notes and you can have something up to reference. Just make sure you're not reading it. Make sure it's not off to the side. I do know that some people will put like little sticky notes up or whatever to just grab. And that's okay too. Um, when you look off, just make it look natural that you're just looking off to grab your thought. If, if I'm doing a keynote virtually, mm -hmm. you know, I know it, there's stories that I want to make sure I hit. I, yeah. I, I, would, take a, I, would, I would take a post note and put it on my laptop screen because I'm going to look at the camera and not go yeah. away from it. But I, I, I did learn one trick here. Number them in the order you want to do them in. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in the moment, you forget which one you want to do. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I do number them. But those are tricks that you can use. No one will see them. No one will know. But it gives you confidence during the interview. I will say, though, I have had some people on. And I can tell they're reading something. Yes. You don't, you don't want to do that. Don't rely so heavily on them, right? You're just, I do too. Like it's, I know this stuff. I know what I'm talking about, uh, but I need to grab something, right? You need to just a refresher. So you can just grab a couple of words to remind you of what you want to say. Yes. But you just speak naturally and, and authoritative, uh, you know, authoritatively. So. By the way, we're here streaming live tonight on How to Rock the Stage. Marcy Hopkins is our guest, and this is proudly sponsored by the National Speakers Association, the NSA. I'm a proud member of that. In fact, when I'm done here tonight, I go to bed, hit a plane, and fly off for another NSA event. So we are happy to be partnering with them and doing so many exciting things. So thank you, NSA, for helping us out. I do know you also talk about a lot that there are things that you, you want the viewers to get out of the interview. Like you were saying, you know, it's not about you. It's about giving to the audience. Can, can you talk through a couple of those things that maybe we want to remember to help us keep it externally focused and not focus on us? Well, 
So for instance, I'm going to give a few examples here. Yeah. So if I, if I send a rundown and, and give them the opportunity, what do you want to talk about? Right? Like what value do you want to bring to my show? You know what my platform is. So what do you want to bring? If they start, if they share with me, um, I want to talk about uh, where I came from, my, my job, my business, it, only things about themselves. I'm going to change everything that you've sent me because, yes, we need to qualify you. But with what you're doing, how are you giving back? So think about mm -hmm. like three things that are key things that someone can take away in the interview that you specialize in, right? So for me, uh, I'm a recovery expert, right? Mm -hmm. So talk about several things in recovery or mindset shifts that have worked for me, programs, resources that have worked for me. So my story is important because that validates who I am and what I've done. It personalizes it. But then, okay, how did I get to the other side? So now I want to give whoever's listening some valuable tips and then I can say, for more information, reach out to me or find me at my website. Right, because you want to tee them up. And there's a the fine line between not giving too much information and overgiving, because you do want to use it as a lead magnet to draw them back to you. So how, 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 how do you advise people to give good content, but don't give away the farm? Well, I think that you're not going to give away the farm in five minutes. True. So, right. So let's hope that you have a lot more value to bring. <laughs> so I think that you just need to make sure that you are looking as if hopefully you do know exactly what you're talking about. Know that you are going to be able to give these nuggets so people can walk away and if they don't reach out to you, they don't they don't reach out to you, because I will tell you also, you are only going to get a very small percentage of people that are going to make more steps past watching you in any interview that you do. So, so, a lot of the so like a lot of the shows now allow you to do a lead magnet, like a freebie or something like that. Drive do you like that concept or do you rather be something more of some other technique to pull them to you? I think that I think. For instance, if, you know, somebody's talking about um, understanding if you are in a happy mindset, let's say, mm -hmm. if you go to my website, you can do a free quiz that will offer you a result. Now, I think that's great because someone can see really where are they at. That adds value to, for my audience. Now, maybe they've gone to you to see where they're at. And now possibly they'll take the next step with you. But if they don't, at least they've, they've to me, that's valuable information for, for someone. And if they don't act on it, then they're probably going to act on it at a different time when they're ready. Marcy Hopkins is with us tonight. By the way, if you have questions, drop in the chat. We'd love to hear from you as you join the conversation as we stream on different platforms. What about, again, this was one of those, when I, I remember the first time that I sat down on one of those 
regional chairs in an interview. And like you said, this is moving pretty fast. You don't realize going behind the scenes, they have a, a next feature. They have a feature be behind you. Someone's got something in their ear. They're going to tell you you're on right now. Go sit down. They're going to be done. Go to a commercial break. And they're going to yank you out of the chair. How can you help people understand you've got to be prepared? This is going to be bang, bang, bang. There is no breathing room until you're back in your car. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you that they will cut you off. Yes. You know, so you have to, again, practice, practice, practice. Time yourself. Get your answers tight again you don't need to continue to talk more. I know sometimes we'll get nervous yeah. and then we just keep talking and talking. I get that. But if you really are prepared, your nerves are going to be reduced. Mm -hmm. And there are some silly things you can do beforehand. Jump around, move yes. that energy. Like when I used to get really nervous, like, this is when I first started, like on camera stuff, like yeah. jump around, act silly, move that energy, move that, turn on that music, do these things. You're just sitting there. You're like, oh my God, it's all bubbling up and you don't know what to do with it. And it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do have a routine before I go on a lot of times. Um, and I've shared this many times, but this is my get the energy up because you want to be on, but you yeah. don't want to be crazy. But it's the air guitar and carry on wayward son as crank oh. as loud as I can get it. Uh, and because it sets that energy and then I'm off and going and it does help. People need to have that routine off stage to get ready to go on stage. Now you're talking about a different thing and that's getting your energy up. Yeah. So you, you know what I mean? So you're yep. excitable. Now that too is something we want to watch. You don't want to be, overly excitable, yeah. not match the energy of the person that's interviewing you mm -hmm. because that doesn't really work. Um, I, what I'm talking about is we get very nervous and then, so we're not able to think very clearly. We may uh, fumble over our words, mm -hmm. talk too much. And that is, what I'm suggesting is before you go on your Zoom or if you are at a studio, go in the bathroom beforehand and jump up and down. Listen to something that is mm -hmm. going to soothe your nervous system. There are so many things that are out there on YouTube, you know, calming music. Maybe it's just listening to a certain person that's on a podcast, whatever it is. But there are things that can soothe us so we're in a better mindset. Now, like what you're talking about, if you are kind of dull and not really offering a lot and you're flat, people aren't going to listen to you. No. So, yeah, you do want to bring up the energy. Uh, but just be careful with that, too that if you're going on stage and you're like motivating people, then yeah, you better fire up. But when you're uh, doing a one-on-one -on -one interview, you, you want to kind of match the energy and hopefully the person that's interviewing you gives you a good energy and a good interview. Now I'm very interested, but you've done some pretty national stuff here. I'm, I'm curious about the closing of the show. I, I coach a lot of people on opening and ending. 
when um, I coach them, we get to the ending and they'll ask for your social media, how to find your yeah. book, whatever it is. And they're winding it down. Yes. And for some reason, people are compelled after they've wound down, the host has done their job beautifully. We're compelled to say one more thing. I tell people when they're winding down, all you got to do is smile. And shut up. Do you, do, you, do you agree with that? You got to take your cues, you know, because like, for instance, me, I'm not live. But just because you said more stuff, you're actually making more work for us because now we got to edit it down. It's not going to get said. It's not getting in just because you decided you wanted to say it. And if you are on live. And somebody says, thank you so much. And you're lucky enough to get to say your social media. Uh, and then you try to say more things. They're just going to cut you. So it actually doesn't look good. And the, the better that you are, mm -hmm. they'll bring you back on. Because that's how I continue to get be, I'm brought back on. I'm a consultant once a month in a lot of these networks. Mm -hmm. Because I prepare myself. I give good questions. I give good answers. When I provide them this, I am giving them good information. And they're like, and I don't make it about me. I should mm -hmm. talk about my book more. I should talk more about what I do. But you know what? I really want to bring value to people. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I mean, even I have this key, keynote speaking thing. And my social media person's like, you need to tell them where they can reach you. I'm like, you know. Because I want to help people. So there's and, a line there. Well, and, and you said it. When when you're doing this and you land it well, you end it well, you do the smile at the end, you do the pause, you don't clip the host one more time. When you do this, you do get noticed by other shows, networks, yeah. interviewers. They'll go, that was good. Yeah. If you clip them, talk over them, and do the things you were just talking about, you will go down. People do watch. They do review. They pay attention to who they're bringing on. So to elevate you and your brand, you have to learn. Take off, landing. Also, one thing we haven't talked about tonight is don't give an answer of yes. And What can you, they do with the answer of yes? What can any viewer, any host do with the answer of yes? Yeah, unless it's like, I don't know. Do, do you like to go to dinner? Yes, <laughs> I guess like, you know, but you could bring more um, to that, like you're talking about and say, yes, I love to go to dinner. I personally enjoy doing this or, you know, something like that. Expand on it. Like you're saying. We're having a great conversation about all this interview stuff. And you did just mention, by the way, and, and just drop in your social links for everyone to connect with you. Uh, but you do have an event coming up. And this Heart of Oneness Holistic Convention. Yeah. Uh, can you explain what's going on up in New Jersey? Yes. So this is at the New Jersey Expo. It is a three-day event. And the New Jersey Expo is in Edison, New Jersey. So if you're around or in, even in New York and, and you want to make it there, it is incredible. There's about 8,000 people that, that are they're looking to have in attendance there. And it is vendors from all walks of life that are there to try to help you in the self-care, wellness, spirituality arena. They want to help you 
to have and build a better life. And it's, you know, there's vendors of all sorts, you know, whether it's someone with Reiki or someone that has crystals or someone that reads your aura, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how many vendors are there that are incredible. Lots of great speakers that are there to help you to introduce new modalities in your life that will help you, you know, whether it's a breath specialist or someone like me, I'm coming on to talk about surrendering, what that means. How did I surrender? Surrendering can be scary, but it, it truly transforms your life. How does it do that? I'm going to take you through a bunch of exercises that you literally, meditation is one. People struggle with meditation. They don't know how to do it. I'm literally going to walk you through it so you know how to do it. And it is when I surrendered that my the, the weight of the world came off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. The life that I live today, the person that I am today is not who I was seven years ago. So that's what I want to share with people. My story is different than yours, but you can have the same outcome as me because we all want to live in joy and happiness, lift our vibration, be just that's that's what we're supposed to be doing, yeah. living in happiness. And so many of us are not. And I want to help you do that. I, that's marvelous. And the world needs it. The world needs this type of hope, love, encouragement, uh, sometimes challenging people to shake it off and get going. But uh, marvelous. Love it. Um, we got a few more moments here with us, but I also do want to go back. As you were talking, I want everyone to be very, very aware of Marcy was, had passion. She had energy. But she wasn't talking at a rapid rate that you could not understand her. A lot of people in interviews, because they are ramped up, they are nervous, they know it's only going to be four minutes, and they're like, is that something you had to work on? Is that something that you have been aware of, that you have a good cadence, a good rhythm? How would you encourage people to find that voice? Because it does make your interviews stronger. It takes time. I'm not going to lie. It's not something that just happens. I used to be all bubbly and full of energy and, you know, acting all kind of crazy. Uh, again, this goes back to practice. This goes back to being very prepared, knowing what you're talking about. And I have people that will come on and they're talking very fast. They are talking in a way that is not clear to a listener. So you have to remember that this is something you may know about, something that you live every day, but you need to talk to someone like they've never heard about it before. And how are you really going to get that message across? So, yeah, you got to watch the pacing, the cadence, and literally spoon feed people information because we are living in an era that People are being bombarded. And so we have to remember that we want someone to just take some nuggets of what we said. And if you're talking too fast or talking about something people don't know about, you are going to be tuned out right away. Find that rhythm. Find that cadence. It is so important. And again, also figure out energy is good. Passion is good. But... I always illustrate it with the little the guy when you go down the highway, you drive by that used car lot, the, the, yes. the, the balloon guy, 
yeah, you, yeah. you don't want to be the balloon guy. <laughs> you do not want to be the balloon guy. Um, I also always go back to journalism stuff. Being a professional journalist, professional broadcaster, I learned who, what, where, when, how. Yes. On the interviews, those are still some of the most important things to go back to. When you're crafting your answers, crafting your message, like you've been saying, when you want to be prepared, shouldn't you just go who, what, where, when, how? Shouldn't you use that old classic tool to help you sharpen your message? It is a perfect place to start. Absolutely. I always say when you are doing an interview or you are answering and responding to interview questions, are you answering those questions? Absolutely. Um, and, and again, you don't have to answer every one of those questions because you just, you need to make sure that what are the most important things that you need to answer mm -hmm. and, and what is someone going to get? Who are you? I mean, you got to think about it is talking about, it depends. It depends on the platform you are on. Mm -hmm. also, yeah. Which of those are more important? And maybe that's another thing to mention is you may have the same content mm -hmm. and you need to learn how to edit it to fit the right show. It's yeah. always adaptive, but you can squeeze it in if you learn some of the ticks and trades that we're going through tonight, right? Always know your audience and I don't care what it is that you're doing. Know who you're talking to. Yes. And I'll always also say that just because someone interviewing you maybe is asking you questions and you're like, God, you're not really getting to the core of what's important. Yeah. You can kind of like guide it that way. Yes. You do have that control. Yes. And that's something I've had to learn also because someone will ask me a question and it's so off from what we're supposed to be talking about. So maybe you can say, you know, answer that very briefly and then take it back. Take it back to what you're wanting to talk about. And the best way to learn this skill that March is talking about is watch politicians. They field questions all the time. Yes. It's not one of they want. It's not on their talking point sheet. They're not going to go there. They'll say, thank you very much. And you know what? You might be right about it. It helps me remember this. Yeah. You take it back to where you want to go. Seriously, watch politicians learn how to weave the story the way they want the story to go. It yeah. works for everybody. It really does. Yeah. And also when somebody asks a question and you start to answer it and maybe you go off somewhere else, always bring it back. You've got to bring it back and put that little bow on it and finish it because it's like if you start to answer and then you go off somewhere else and you haven't actually answered, it, you know, you just leave people hanging. They're kind of like, what? What? Right. Yeah. By the way, uh, as we head to the conclusion of the show, I do have a QR code going to your website, Marcy. Marcy is an inspirational talk show host, speaker, as we heard. Uh, she's on CBS on the WLNY TV. Uh, mm -hmm. You're on the, and just tell us where else we can find you because you got a whole list here of where they can find you're everywhere again, girl. <laughs> Google Marcy Hopkins or wake up with Marcy if you're interested, but I will tell you if you're in New Jersey or New York, it's on WLNY TV, 1055. Also, if you just have streaming, it's on Fubu. Fubo Live, it's on Hulu Live, uh, it's on 
NJ on air. Uh, I have also my website, my shows are on there, but also I have a YouTube channel, Wake Up With Marcy. It's a podcast. I'm also in Santa Barbara. I'm, I'm all over. So I, I just go on and on. Um, I'm in a lot of, I'm actually nationally syndicated now. So I'm in a, a, a lot of different markets. So just please, if you're in California, you know, and you want to check it out, just please go to my website. It's all there. Stick around for a minute, Marcy. We'll give you the final word here. But we do want to remind you that, again, this Rock the Stage show, Everyone's Night is sponsored by the National Speakers Association. If you're a speaker, an author, and you want more stages, want to learn how to be better crafted at it, become a member of the National Speakers Association. Thanks for them sponsoring, making this all possible. And if you want to learn more about Rock the Stage and what we do, we're coaching. Again, our passion is to help you shine on camera, shine on stage, elevate you and your brand authority that you are the go-to expert has been talking about. And interview skills is a big part of what we coach. Contact me, Rich, at richbontrager.net, or you can always go to the rockstagemedia.com. So fun question here at the end. I'm, 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 I'm hoping it's fun for you. But yeah, I love this. You're an author, you're a speaker, you're a talk show host. You get interviewed a lot. Of all the amazing things you do with media, which do you really love the most? Mm. That's hard. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I love, love, love. Uh, I love interviewing. I love talking with people. I love drawing out of them what they do and how they're helping other people. And now my new passion is actually getting on stage. And I want to tell you, I used to be terrified to talk in a conference room when I used to be back in, in business. Yeah. You know, I, I used to work for net, network television and I was a manager and then a director. I couldn't even talk in a conference room. It, and now I'm on getting on stages. So anybody can do anything building on their self-confidence, knowing what the hell they're doing and stop with the perfectionism because no one is perfect. And I'll tell you what, when I let that go, it was a game changer. In all the interviews, be as authentic as you can, be as prepared as you can, but don't let them know that you've overprepared. <laughs> <laughs> There's a trick there in all of that. But that's wonderful. Marcy, thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks for taking the time. Look forward to hopefully having you come back. And maybe you're in the D.C. area. You know, come on by. Say hi. I would love to. I would love that. Marcy Hopkins with us tonight. And again, it's all about that interview skills. Marcy, the award-winning television personality, host, creator, and telly award-winning television talk show. You need to check out Wake Up With Marcy. We had it on the uh Screen for a little bit there. Make sure you go Google Marcy and follow up with her as well. And we also do want to mention Rock Stage Media now has expanded our growth cycle. We are taking all these shows now and we are turning them into audio podcasts. We went video first. We love video. We love getting on camera, having a good time with our guests and with you live streaming. We do have the audio podcast now. Tomorrow morning, this show will be live back on the air at 11 o'clock. And you can find it on many of our streaming content platforms. Hit that QR code. And subscribe and join us. And you also get backlog episodes of How the Rock Stage as well. That's going to do it for tonight. I'm the Trigger Rich Bond Trigger. Thanks for being with us this evening. We look forward to being back next Wednesday night. Again, we're streaming live every Wednesday at 7 o'clock with amazing guests, just like Marcy. Have a great week. Be safe and keep rocking the stage. <laughs>